We have got Logan Workman with us, and he, of course, a pitcher for the Lee Flames. And, Logan, number 26 in your program, number one in your heart. Logan, we appreciate your time this afternoon, man. How you doing? Doing good. How are you? Thanks for having me. We're good. You're very welcome. Uh, we've had you on before when we had the shutdown last year. Uh, so uh, we've talked to you before, but, man, what a season this year. Congratulations to you and the entire Lee uh, baseball team. Thank you. I mean, uh, it was a special season. Um, we we had we had some some guys that returned that you know we may not have thought return uh, that was going to return, um, and they they came back, stepped up, and and knew that uh, that this was their last year, and and, and myself included that uh, we were just going to make a run for it, and, and that's what we did. So talk about what you did personally last year because you probably would have been drafted from what I understand the MLB draft, but when it it shortened to what was it six or seven rounds or something? I don't know what it was, but uh, I think you, you probably you and your family had a decision to make, and it looks like you've uh, made the right one coming back and doing going again another year at Lee. So talk us through that decision. Yeah. Um, so with it being five rounds, um, uh, I had I had some people that I was talking to and 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 understanding what the uh, what the plan was, and and we were we were looking for that fifth round spot from a few teams. Um, Few teams uh, lost their pick that that would have had a fifth round pick that we um, were banking on, and and it just kind of kind of fell through. And um, after that, you know, they they had the signing period of uh, I guess two three days where guys were going to be able to sign for twenty thousand um, dollars and and be able to to sign with whatever team that called them, and and they they went for it. And um, I, I sat down with. Uh, my family and and we decided that you know as as good as this idea might be um to to go ahead and, and move forward that you know if i if i'm able to go back and and produce um the same amount of numbers if not better that i did last year um that we would be able to put myself in a better spot going moving forward and and that's that was the ultimate goal coming back how how good was the communication between you and, and the teams looking at you? Was it uh, kind of a well? We think we think we could take you here, or, or was it more detailed than that? Um, most of the teams were were, were like that. Um, uh, there were there were a select few, probably five or six that were that were pushing a lot. That would say, hey, you know, we see you, we see you a fourth round spot. We 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 have you slotted fourth round or fifth round, and. Um, I was I was really excited because you know I hear that with a fit, you know with a five round draft it was kind of like hey you know up to 150 total guys are going to be taken and and I could be one of those 150 and then um, that was the early communication as the season was going on and then we started hearing of you know potential shutdowns and as soon as the shutdown hit that's when uh, that's when the communication from most of the teams kind of backed off into saying hey you know we kind of see you late. We don't really know if there's going to be a tenth, you know, up to ten rounds. They're put, they're talking about five, and um, then the communication kind of cut back from most of those teams. Within two or three, just kind of um, they stayed with it, but it just didn't uh, follow through. They probably didn't know what to tell you. I mean, honestly, yeah, true, yeah. yeah, a lot of them. I mean, a lot of them were were all confused because they they all expected ten rounds. I mean, a lot of them said they had enough um, knowledge of guys that that they could go ten rounds, but. You know, Major League Baseball made the decision of five, and they said, you know, we're we're kind of tied right now. Talking with Saudi Daisy's Logan Workman, so walk us all the way back to Saudi Daisy High School when you were playing uh, baseball for them, because you weren't necessarily, you know, like their ace pitcher, were you? Tell us that story. 
No, I actually, uh, my freshman, you know, I was, I was a pitcher in high school, but predominantly a catcher. Um, and I focused a lot. I want to actually go, I actually wanted to go to college as a catcher. Um, you know, looked into it, uh, tried to get some looks, um, from, you know, Coach Hensley and, and Trigg at, at, at Side Daisy and, and both of them were helping me out trying to get looks my junior year. Um, was going to be one of the guys my junior year and some things fell through, some injuries happened to, to some of our guys and, and Coach Hensley came up to me and said, hey, and, and actually in the middle of school, he said, hey, listen, um, so you're, we're, we're just going to move you straight to a catcher. Um, and I, I kind of ran with it and kind of put pitching to the side and didn't really focus on it. I was catching, you know, our Monday, Tuesday district games and, and then turning around on the weekend and potentially catching maybe two games on the weekend and might get, um, you know, kind of a rotation pitch, uh, closer role on a weekend tournament. Um, so I really just focused on catching um, for, throughout that entire time until, uh, until my senior year. So that's that's a crazy story to begin with. But uh, when you started doing that, when you're doing a little pitching, you're doing some catching. I mean, how how do you feel that helped you understand what to do as a pitcher? Uh, that that you were able to catch as well. The the biggest thing that I that I took from being a catcher, even you know, even in the high school where games aren't as fast and and as uh, as big as maybe as a college you know college game. Um, the knowledge of baseball that you see behind the plate and what's going on and, and how to call pitches when you're getting, you know, you're getting the signal from the coaches and you're not actually calling the game. Um, being a catcher and that knowledge just, um, that it brings more into you to where when you do pitch, you can kind of get a good understanding of, hey, where are you, you know, what, what are you doing with your pitches and what are the coaches seeing and kind of see if your mind's kind of, work together and you're able to get on the same page and basically almost call your own game so you so you your senior year at side of daisy you focused more on pitching was that that opportunity yes yeah, so i actually am uh the summer going into my senior year i got into a good weight program um and and started doing just focused solely on pitching i got up on the mound a few times and you know I, in my junior year and i was able to bump some numbers and hit 85 86 um, and I was like, hey, you know, if, if that's the case, let's see if we can, let's see if we can bump this any higher. Cause as a catcher, your arm, you know, you're constantly throwing. So you're getting, you're, you're building strength in your arm and hopefully some more, um, some more numbers will pop up here or there. And, and going into the fall, um, I got a good, I got a good look on the mound, got a gun behind the plate, um, and, and, and hit, hit 90. And, uh, Coach Hensley and Trigg both looked at me and said, Hey, we, we need you to go. We want you to go to this camp at, at Lee, a prospect camp. And I was like, Okay, well, what do I do? Um, and they said, Just go out and throw as hard as you can and <laughs> everything will fall into place. Just throw it, right? <laughs> Just throw it. That, throw it and they'll, they'll find you. <laughs> and they have. So that was the, that was how the Lee connection began, right? I'm sure. Yeah. Yes. I, I went to the camp. Um, um, I actually I tell everybody this story. The first first pitch I threw off the mound, it was you know a t- typical camp where they bring a hitter in and um, you you face five hitters. The first one came in, it was a lefty, um, and the first pitch I threw was 93 up to the top right corner of the the L screen. Um, and and after that, I, I focused back in. But um, the, they said go out, throw it as hard as you can, and, and see what happens. And I saw a bunch of cameras and videos and. And guns come up, and I said, "All right, let's focus back in and go at it." That's awesome. So you end up uh, they they recruit you as a pitcher, though, right? Right, Lee does. Yes, I as, yeah. In my senior year, um, I, I gave up catching. 
um, I, I went solely into a, a PO role um, and, and never looked back. So what are you throwing right now? I mean, what, what, what kind of speeds? Um, the, my last outing was our regional game against Alabama Huntsville. Um, from what I was told about both, from both of our stat guys, uh, the first three innings I was uh, sitting around 98. Wow, dude! Jeez. Congratulations, man! And you were catching. You. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> Ninety-eight. So you you bumped so almost how much thirteen time, miles an hour. Yeah, is it just you just uh, just I guess the work, and then you, know, you add a little, like you said, add a little muscle to your arm, and that's going to help out. But that's a lot. That's a lot. That is a lot. Weight room and flexibility, mm-hmm. I guess, Logan. Yeah, a lot. I mean, you hear a lot of people say driveline is a is a good role and, and weighted balls and stuff like that. I got into the weighted ball program, but never got into driveline. Um, you know, people people's opinions are different, and my opinion is just you know I wasn't into the whole driveline, but I took some things from it and other throwing programs and got into weighted balls, and that was that was a huge thing that built the strength and and speed and and working on trying to just you know speed my arm up and and throw, and then that's when mechanics started falling into place and. Everything just kind of fell one right after another, and each year I saw at least a two mile an hour uh, jump on on my fastball. That is awesome, man! Congratulations, that's big. So I know you, I know you've been visiting uh, some MLB teams as the draft has. Um, last year it was, in my opinion, totally screwed up. This year it's been pushed back to July a little bit. Uh, so uh, you've been able to visit a couple teams. Just talk about that experience here recently. Yeah, um, I actually have I have two more. Uh, two more uh, workouts coming up here before before the draft, um, but I've been to two two so far, um, and they it was honestly it was an incredible experience just to see how um, you know so where these guys are coming from, um, the scouts, the 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 GMs, the um, the scouting directors, and pitching coordinators, and everybody that shows up. Um, it's just it's just a great experience to see everybody and how how that works and how major league baseball you know you see these guys on you know on tv and you're everybody's like oh i want to be like that but where where do you start at and and that's kind of you know kind of what these are um working out at um you know their spring training facilities going to high schools and throwing um you know next few weeks i'm going to one of the stadium workouts i mean these a lot of these things are just um you know just a good experience to just get out there and see how it works and and they want to see what you do in the big moment when there's nobody around um and what you know kind of what you can do right so you're not at liberty to share with us which teams um honestly i I, i've talked to every one of them um it just it really depends on which one's interested in what day okay um what day i you know who who's who's up first and who who kind of drops back later that week um, I've talked to you know a few teams that I've talked to that are they're really interested. I would say it's Texas and Chicago uh, Cubs. I know there's way more that are interested, but from from those standpoints of uh, you know being around and, and getting communication, those are two that I've, I've talked to a lot. I've gone to uh, uh, actually have gone to what they call is a uh, little Fenway um, down in at Jet Blue Park in Fort Myers for Boston um, and and the Dodgers too. So those are those are uh, the workouts that I've gone to so far and, and teams that are interested, you know, Minnesota's up there, Baltimore, um, all these teams are, are super interested in good communication, even from scouts and, and people like that. So it, it makes it hard to, you know, sit back and say, you know, one specific team is, is most interested, but 
um, when, when you have communication from all scouts and, and all areas, the, um, it makes things a lot more fun to, to get on the phone and talk. So we were up at Saudi Daisy High School last Friday doing a remote, and a little birdie told me, who says he was friends with your parents, that you're a Braves fan, and that would be a dream come true. <laughs> but a dream come true is being drafted in Major League Baseball. I mean, right? So any team. Yeah, I mean, I grew up a Braves fan. You know, I wore, um, actually at Lee, I wore 25 for Andrew Jones. Um, was a huge Braves fan then. Chipper um, wore 10 when I was little. Always tried to be on the Braves um, when I played rec league and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, if, if the Braves came calling, um, you know, on, on draft day and that was the first team that called and gave it an offer, um, I'd put a little more thought into it um, <laughs> just to kind of see. But, yeah, I mean, I'm 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 super excited to see you know who who calls um, on that day, who calls first with a good offer and a good you know good organization. But yeah, there would be a little a little more excitement probably you know not only for myself but my family if if uh, Atlanta came calling. That's so cool, man! Well, what a ride you've been on the last few years, man! And it's just starting. <laughs> it's just starting. <laughs> yeah. and gotta gotta be really excited about your future. Yes, for sure. It's it's uh it's it's been. You know, questionable at times as to you know how things were rolling early on in college, but um, after that, once things started settling in and I started figuring out, you know, what what the future holds or could potentially hold, um, it, it made things a lot more fun and a lot more um, excited to go to the baseball field. Logan, tell us the days that the draft will actually happen. Um, the first day, uh, I know they have the first and second round are July 11th. Um, and then day that I'm going to be watching the most is going to be July 12th. Start, I believe it starts at five. Um, they could be at six, but I know that's rounds three through ten. Um, and then July 13th is 11 through 20. Well, man, thank you for the time. Good luck to you. Of course, we'll be uh, we'll be in touch with you. And I, I, I just, I, I, it's so exciting, awesome. man. I, I just love it when when people's dreams uh, look like they're going to come true. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. You got it, man. Thanks, brother. Logan Workman from Lee University and, of course, Saudi Daisy High School. Just an incredible story.